This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. I'm Emma and I'm Mina and we're from Tangata Tumoto Trust and you're listening to Pollyhood. <laughs> Whatever corner of this globe you're tuning in from, I'd like to welcome you to the Bollywood Show 96.9 Plains FM. You're here with Sam and Sifa here to take you into the weekend. Sifa, how many more weeks till Christmas? Good question. Is it like just under three? Two and a bit? Yeah, so I think okay. I think we have two more weeks of work and then it's Christmas. Yeah. I yeah, I love Christmas time. We're going towards the end of the year, and um, it definitely feels like Christmas because I'm right, I'm really tired right now because we've had like three work dues um, in the same week, kind of. And man, I am tired. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty tired too. But uh, the Christmas due that we had tonight. Was pretty mm. on. Was pretty good. It was pretty on, eh? <laughs> I was like, I almost lost my voice because it was so good. I think that's the, my top Christmas party. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was good that the final Christmas party was a really good one. And um, not to say that the other ones weren't good, but this one was just the best. <laughs> we had a really fun um, night out with Tangata Atamotu Trust. And man, it has it has grown. We get to interview the new team as they come in. But walking into the building, where do we have it again? Botanic. Yeah, so it was a, the, I think it was a wing opposite Botanic. So it's it's still run by them, but it was a it's like a private function area that you can book out. Mm. So I remember just walking in and then like not knowing like half of the people there. And uh, there was just such, there was a massive vibe in there just to have fun. Um, Favourite moments of the night, Sam? Um, oh, there was heaps, but I'm just going to dial it back to, you know, you see, we first turned up and, um, you know, we we're like, who are all these people? Um, and you know how we had, it was Secret Santa. So I started my Christmas party off by, um, breaking my secret Santa uh, present, so I was quite disappointed because I managed to you know put in quite a bit of effort in finding you know a good present for uh, Sione. Uh, but when I went to go put the, my present on the table, it dropped off the table and it smashed. And I was like, oh my gosh! Um, so yeah, Sione, are you a uh, a, repl- uh, a replacement of the uh, of my Christmas uh, present to you? But my favorite. Uh, part of the night was all the performances, just seeing uh, how the team had grown. Uh, you know, we'd sort of been there since 2000, was it 18 that I said earlier today? 2018 we've been around. Um, and, you know, we've been to all the Christmas parties since. 
and uh, some one of the cool uh, moments that Carmen had, uh, she said that they went from was it four contracts to you know close to thirty, so taking tech from almost dissolving to to the powerhouse that they are now, uh, you know, churning out a lot of programs, a lot of uh, you know stuff for the community. It's just it's been awesome to see, and yeah, it was cool seeing the different. They've gotten so big that for the performances they had, uh, you know, different. They had the you know the Samoans perform, they had the Fijians perform, they had the Tongans perform. Uh, and it's, it's just it just shows how big the the team has gotten. So yeah, I think my favorite night part of that was seeing the performances, and then obviously uh, what we're cracking up and uh, what you mentioned uh, was uh, Boasa being the secret Santa guy so yeah well you mentioned you almost lost your voice just laughing because we were laughing the whole time man it was just non-stop yeah. laughter and I think that's what really made the Christmas do for me was just how everyone was you know vibes and it was just everyone just having happy times and just like constant laughter everything everywhere you looked was just laughing people enjoying themselves and stuff and yeah I feel like I've talked for a lot now but <laughs> what was your favorite part Seva? No, you pretty much covered it. I'd like, um, what I said is the Santa Claus was good, uh, the items, dancing at the end, and just everyone just sh- yelling. Like, uh, we started a couple of charts. It was, yeah, it's very fun. Someone got a, um, I like the, the addition of certificates, like the work from home certificates, the DJ or the office certificate. I, I like, those kind of little things that um, that they put in. It was just very islandy, very loud, very proud, and it was good. Like, I, I enjoyed it. What, what an awesome night. Yeah. I enjoyed it. That's definitely something that we can maybe incorporate in our next Christmas do for Artery. Mm, um, definitely. The certificates just... Uh, it was cool that you know they just showed appreciation for each other and stuff, and even... Um, yeah, the one that you mentioned, my favourite one was the Work From Home Award. <laughs> anyway, on to Upu of the Week. And today's Upu. I was trying to think of a, like what kind of Upu that we haven't haven't used or well haven't done before, but um I think we should just link it in with the um with the topic, but like um, the upper of the week is mo'i. So mo'i is like truth or real. Mm. Uh, in the uh, in kind of like uh, putting it into a sentence. So if you were to ask someone like e mo'i karanga, like Mo'i le kala is that, is that, uh, how should I say Is that sentence true? True, yeah. yes. Is that, uh, is what's being said true? Mo'i. Yeah. I said, mea is that a real thing? Yeah. Well, if you were to say, um, oh, Sam, I just won the lotto, I would be like, oh, e mo'i. Like, oh, is that true? You know? Mm. So, uh, that's sort of, uh, you say it's sort of a slang content or um, just, you know, you say, oh, is that true? Or for real? Yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> so yeah, Opal of the Week, Motti. And we're going to talk about it because, sorry, I started laughing because it's kind of funny. We were just going to talk about, uh, well, the truth and like times when people have got exposed. If we can, we'll go and talk about personal experiences as well. But um, and this has all come about because Sam and I have, and it's quite big news actually, that there's a guy called the Liver King who's been exposed and he's had to come out and tell the truth. Uh, so yes, join us back for that chat after this. Is someone in your family suffering from diabetes, heart disease, or respiratory illness? Contact our nurses at Tangata Atumatu Trust and we will arrange for in-home support. Call us on 0800 Bus Speaker. That's 0800 727 434. Or contact us through our website, tat.org.nz. That's tat.org.nz. And we are back, and as uh, Sefa had mentioned before the break, uh, we're talking about times where you were caught in a telling telling maybe like a fib, and uh, you got exposed, or you know you got caught telling a lie. And uh, just recently, a social media influencer by the name of Liver King, uh, if you haven't heard of him, uh, just. You know, check him in the TikTok and the Instagrams, and uh, first thing you'll notice is he, he's quite a buff dude. He's he's got a big beard, and he, he looks very uh, what would you call it? Someone that would just be in the wilderness all the time, you know, just someone that just you know just doesn't mind getting his hands dirty. Uh, but yeah, his name is the Liver King, and as I said, uh, the first thing you'll notice is how buff this guy is, and uh, he he did he did uh, like to spread the message that. It was all natural, all natural, uh, you know, and he said he attained his natural physique by just eating liver, hence the name Liver King. Uh, it certainly wasn't just liver, but, you know, just meats and stuff. And uh, that's where he said he got all his protein and he managed to uh, get to that state of uh, of uh, physique that he had. And uh, he rightly got called out uh, in the lies uh, you know, he attained, he amassed thousands and thousands, you know, I think maybe he got up to maybe a million followers uh, across all his accounts, but he was quite a big uh, influencer, and yeah, he's just been caught out in a huge lie that he uh, was only using uh, raw meats to uh, get his protein, and that's how he uh, attained his physique, so yeah, that's a little bit about the Liver King. Uh, anything to add on from you, Sefa? So, <laughs> the Lizard King, again, you have to look at Mark. He looks, he is in tip-top shape. And he's in his 50s, I think. And people keep asking the Lizard King, because everyone's just like, no way you got that just from eating raw meat. So he makes all his videos and stuff, eat liver, liver is king, um, testicles instead of vegetables. He eats like raw animal testicles, that kind of thing. This guy's crazy. Um, and he has a chef show off his diet, bone marrow, and all this. It, it became a real big gimmick. And he actually looks like a caveman. I, I like Liver King. I'm going to come out and say that. Yeah, I like Liver King. He's actually pretty funny. I find him uh, very entertaining. <laughs> but um, he got exposed when... So people would keep asking him, you're not natural, eh? You're not natural. You take PEDs. What does that say for Sam? PED. Performing Enhancing Drug? Yeah. 
I'm guessing so. Yeah, yeah. Performance enhances drugs, and he kept saying, "No, no, that's not true. I don't do that." And I remember one particular show. This one guy was like, "You take PEDs," and he's like, "Okay, yes, I do. I plan, I execute, I destroy, <laughs> or something like that." <laughs> <laughs> it's a good rebuttal. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone, everyone's hitting him up. Come on, you take PEDs. No, 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 no. Until recently, as of like this week, Liver King got exposed through an email leak, which leaked all of his uh, him in conversation with someone about his purchase of PEDs, and it's eleven thousand dollars worth. <laughs> wow, eleven thousand dollars a month. He was spending on PEDs to attain his physique, and he had to put out a Liver King apology, uh, apology video, mm. <laughs> which I've watched. The thing was, the Liver King is, had he come out at the beginning and just said, "Yeah, I'm using you know performance enhancing drugs, or I'm using you know um, just the normal stuff that people use to get bulked like that," he would just he would just fall into normality. You know, he was like, "Oh, whatever," but. It was it was the hook that he was only using raw meat to gain that physique. That's what everyone was like. Oh wow, you know and the nine ancestral tenets. Oh, what is that about? So um, there is this diet, the nine ancestral tenets, uh, which is liver, bone marrow, testicles, that kind of stuff. But he also did the nine ancestral tenets, which was like I think they're. Um, their rules that he came up with, I'm pretty sure he came up with them, but um, this is to to be a man or to be the best performing version of yourself, other than staying on that on that diet. And um, and the nine ancestral tenets are number one: sleep; two, eat; three, move; four, shield; five, connect; six, cold; seven, sun. Eight struggle and nine is the bond. Now we can go a little bit more into that, but uh, definitely look up the nine ancestral tenets. Um, and that was the Liver King lifestyle uh, that he was saying. This is how I get my physique, and also to supplement all that meat by my by my ancestral supplements, and you'll have a physique like him. And you have to work out, but uh, yeah. So with with that Liver King. I was just we were kind of talking like have you have you yourself ever been exposed in a lie or caught in your own web of lies, Sam? <laughs> yes, I have. Oh, <laughs> I know you're trying oh. to expose me here, right? I'm not. I'm not I'm, I'm just asking you. Man. You're asking me knowing that you've caught me out in my own lies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, I have, Sifa. Um Yeah, but that one's... Uh, yeah, that's a bit of a personal one. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I didn't want you to talk about that, but... Nah. This was just back, <laughs> nah. in, this was just back in uni days. Um, uni days, yes. Uni, yeah. We're getting up to mischief and that. Um, I can only think of ones where I haven't been caught out. Okay, let's... Because, you know, before we did the show, um, I was trying to think of times where I've been caught. But I don't think I have. Do you still... Okay, tell me this. Do you still have active lies running at the moment? <laughs> no. Oh, so no active lies. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no active. 
They're all dormant lions, bro. <laughs> They're from the uh, bass. Um, can I peel it back? Can, do you want to like, peel it back a little bit? Why would you lie? Why would I lie? Yeah, why would you lie? I know what I do. Um. Oh, just to be afraid to be caught out or something, or um. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> You know, you have to tell the truth. Uh, they say the truth is the best policy, right? Yeah. But I find, like, in the times that I lie, so I'll, I'll tell, I'll, I tell a lot of white lies, okay? Mm. Um, some of them will be like, oh, did you take your lunch to work today? Or did you eat your lunch at work today? But yes, I did. But I did. <laughs> I went and brought food from across the road. But I will tell a lie just because I think it's, sometimes it's just easier for that I think in my head that it's easier for that person to to not know the truth. <laughs> you know, I, I try not to hurt that person's feelings or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what lies are the ones I don't really remember, though, eh? Mm. Um, you th- just remember the big ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but there's that one where uh, the office got sent, like, an email about, um, like, the work cars and the speeding. And then yeah. <laughs> everyone in the office knew it was me because I just got back from Timaru. But it's yeah. those ones where, like, you know, you get to the overtake um, sections and obviously, like, the cars are going, you're like 90, 100. So you got to go above that to overtake them. <laughs> so when the when the email came out about um, the speeding of the cars uh, on those dates, and then uh, I went up to one of our managers and I was like, oh, I think I know who did this. <laughs> <laughs> she was like oh, I think I know who it is too and I was like it was Sefa she was like no it was you and I was like oh my bad <laughs> um, oh yeah although I don't feel like I don't, yeah okay what's, what's the difference between a lie and a joke um a joke is trying to get out of the lie maybe or trying to make light <laughs> yeah. of the lie cause I could have just been like nah that wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> but it was like there's no point in trying to lie about that because even it was me because they're like well who went to Tamaru <laughs> mm. exactly um, but like, I also feel like you didn't really lie about that you actually came out and be like yeah it was me straight away <laughs> yeah I don't actually think of like a I guess like a lie could be well, ages ago I guess you know when you call in sick and you're not really even imagine getting I've never been caught out though yeah I've mostly, I've mostly been like legitimately sick I've seen those ones where they like people call in sick but then they for some odd reason they feel like oh I'm just gonna take these videos and post them up on my stories I was like wow way to just out yourself <laughs> <laughs> Like that's that's not like going to the mall and getting caught by a workmate. That's you just like just being stupid and you know revealing yourself. Yeah. Um, lying. Yeah, I, I can. I guess we're just too honest, Sam. Way too honest. <laughs> Way too honest. <laughs> so we can't bring up a, a lie from the past. Like I can't actually think of anything, but um, I will share this story that I just recently heard as well. So, 
this uh, happened in California. Uh, Sherry, um, forgive me if I've got it wrong. Cherie Papini uh, in twenty sixteen was kidnapped, <clears throat> and um, and <clears throat> what happened there was she was found again. Uh, maybe it was three weeks later, um, and she had her hair. Her hair was cut. She had been beaten, branded, uh, so almost like tortured, almost, and starved. She was very malnourished. Uh, she was found quite away from her house, but yeah, at least she was alive, eh? Because in most cases, unfortunately, um, the victims of kidnappings don't uh, survive. But she did. And so she's back at home, and... Um, and the, the there was it was massive news that she had been kidnapped while out running, and she's brought back alive. And she said that it was a group of women that had kidnapped her. And her story in 2016 uh, didn't change, but this year she's been called out. Um, that apparently they did some extensive testing to to, or they've pieced together a puzzle that. That painted her uh, as having like wanting to get get out of her relationship with her husband. She and her ex partner planned to have her kidnapped, and she stayed with that part that boyfriend who spilled the beans this year about what happened. So she's been sentenced to eighteen months. She'd be caught out in her lie, and she wanted to. She actually wanted to be found again. The reason why she was found all chained up and stuff uh, was because she started her missing her kids. So she missed her kids and wanted to get back to her family. Uh, so had so her and her ex-boyfriend that she was staying with decided to create wounds and stuff on her, on herself. Cut her hair. She stopped eating, that kind of thing. So that uh, it would look like she had been kidnapped and she had made this heroic escape. So that's that's an extreme example of someone that's um has again uh, been caught out in a lie. Uh, yeah, which is unfortunate. Uh, do you think of anything else, Sam? Nah, but oh, that one just reminds me of like real similar ones of people, like in just exorbitant lies. Like, what do you think they got? Like the police are going to, you know, not find out um, what you did. I th- oh, there was one story I remember. It was a uh, a, a woman. She wanted to she wanted to kill her husband so she hired a hitman to do it but she didn't know that that hitman was an undercover police officer so but they needed to nab her to get her for um conspiring to kill or whatever it was so she actually they actually needed to uh catch her saying that she would uh wanted to kill her husband and there needed to be an exchange of money to show that she was going to pay somebody to uh to um to kill her husband uh so once all that had been done uh they notified the husband and they showed the husband the footage of her actually saying yes i want my husband dead and then here we're gonna uh i want to pay you this money and she paid the money and then uh the undercover officer 
explain this is how we're going to do it uh, we're going to you're going to go to the gym then i want to come home i want to uh, kill your husband while you're at the gym and then when you come home uh, your husband should be dead at home and she's like okay sweet that's an awesome plan uh, so they showed the husband all the footage and stuff and then they said sorry uh, you know, you've had to see this but uh, we're going to have to stage your murder so he was like okay um, so they faked his murder so when she, so when the wife on the day when the wife came back from the gym uh there was you know ambulance police surrounding her house uh and you can find this video on youtube but tops to her because her acting is on point she turns up and she's like what's happening oh my gosh what's happening and they're like oh someone's killed your husband and she just starts crying so she just waterworks, you know, she's trying to push through the police, you know, I want to see my husband, I want to see my husband, uh, who would kill him? And, you know, she was just in a frenzy, you know, just a uh, just a mess. And then, you know, the, the cops uh, said, oh, we just need to take you back to the station just to um, take your story. She's like, okay, anything, but, you know, she's crying. And they take her to the station. And they're just like, she's just there crying. And then the officer's just like, okay, you can stop now. <laughs> <'Cause> the- <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. They're like, you can stop now. <laughs> you can stop now. She's like, what do you mean? And she's still denying it. And it gets to the point um, where she just keeps denying it. And then they bring the husband in to be like, your husband's still here. And then she starts calling out for him, you know, saying, um, I've been set up, I've been framed. And he's like, I've seen the footage, you know, you need to stop lying. But uh, uh, she ended up going to prison for that. So, yeah, th- that's the only one I can think of. Yeah, same as this thing that I was talking about. She's going to 18 months in prison. Wow. But yeah, I guess there's a correlation there between lying and crying. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, thank you for joining us for a brief chat on lies and that you should always tell the truth. Tell the truth, even if it hurts, right, Sam? Yeah. Do you do that? Tell the truth, even though it hurts? Oh, unless it's a white lie, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> unless it's a white lie, yeah. Go ahead and do that. But yeah, we'll see you back after this. Thank you for joining us on the show. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Tangata Atomosu Trust. If you miss the show or any of our other shows, you're welcome to, to download them from the Plains FM website or the Sam Sefer radio page. Have an awesome weekend from Sam and I. Pollyhood. That was Pollyhood, proudly sponsored by Tangata Atomotu Trust. To find out more about us, call 03 377 2016 or find us online at tat.org.nz. Yeah.